This is News Radio 1059 WBBM's All Local. Listen and subscribe for Chicago's most up to date news each weekday morning and afternoon. Now, from the WBBM newsroom, these are the most important news stories from the Chicago area. Our top story this half hour Mayor Johnson says his administration has been working to move hundreds of migrants out of police district stations and into other shelters. He acknowledges that police stations are not suitable to care for the people being bussed in from Texas. And today we learned that a woman shot outside a Chicago police station over the weekend was a Venezuelan national who was holding her son when she was wounded. Here's WBBM's Nancy Hardy. Holding her young son in her arms, Yerlani Romero says she was shot in the backside outside the Grand Crossing police station. A 24-year-old man who was also wounded Saturday afternoon tells Telemundo Chicago he doesn't know why someone shot him in the leg and that the bullet is still lodged there. Police did not identify the man and the 28-year-old as migrants when the department announced charges in the case. 25-year-old Anthony Evans of the West Side is charged with shooting them and DUI from a crash with police afterwards. Nancy Hardy, News Radio 105.9 WBBM. A fire at an assisted living center in West Rogers Park has left several people needing medical attention, including a Chicago firefighter. A kitchen accident in a unit on the sixth floor of the Swartzburg House on the 3100 block of West Dewey Avenue brought a large response from the Chicago Fire Department just before 8.30 a.m. CFD spokesperson Larry Langford says the cause of the fire, improper use of a stove. Sprinklers contained the fire uh, into the unit. We got on the scene, let out a line, and put the fire out quickly. But we called for EMS Plan 2 to get more ambulances at the scene because there were many seniors that were seeking assistance coming down. We wanted to have enough medical personnel. Langford says there were four patients total, including a firefighter and a person who refused treatment. All are expected to make a full recovery. Mallory Vorbroker, News Radio 105.9 WBBM. Former NFL player Sergio Brown now in custody. He's been missing since his mother's death last month in South Suburban Maywood. This is after a warrant was issued for first-degree murder in her killing. Police in Maywood say the 35-year-old was arrested in San Diego while re-entering the U.S. from Mexico. He's now awaiting extradition to Maywood to face the murder charge. 73-year-old Myrtle Brown was found in a creek behind her home. The medical examiner, uh, the medical examiner determined she died from injuries related to some kind of assault. Chicago Alderman expected to vote on Friday on a resolution tied to the situation in Israel and Gaza. Following last weekend's actions by Hamas, sponsor of the resolution, Rogers Park Auto Women Deborah Silverstein said a technical issue prevented her from presenting the resolution for a vote today. It denounces Hamas, and the city says it stands with Israel. But Speaker Nasha Bawab told Alderman during the public comment section the resolution does not address innocent Palestinians killed and injured during the Israeli counterattack. You are signing in direct opposition to your Palestinian, Arab, and Muslim constituents. You are enforcing the warped narrative that, that they are perpetuators of violence when Israel has been engaging in the most violent apartheid regime since 1948. Others, including Daniel Goodwin, say the issue of condemning violence is not nuanced and urged Alderman to approve the resolution. This resolution asks you to merely condemn violence demand the return of hostages, and support Israel's right to defend its own Silverstein people. is the council's only Jewish member. Leaders of a consumer watchdog group want state regulators to draw the line on the kind of profits that people's gas has been reaping and not give the utility the rate increase it wants. An administrative law judge recommends people's gas be given a $350 million rate increase, not the $402 million increase the utility wants. But the Citizens Utility Board says Peoples shouldn't even get that. 
Cub Executive Director Sarah Moskowitz. What this really is would be like a smack in the face for Chicagoans who are already struggling to afford to heat their homes. And this is a this is a necessary service, not to mention the fact that People's Gas has been enjoying six years of record profit. Cub estimates the average natural gas bill in Chicago would rise $120 a year if the Illinois Commerce Commission approves the rate increase. Cub says that as of August, nearly 20% of People's Gas customers were more than 30 days behind on their bills. Bernie Tafoya, News Radio 1059 WBBM. And we just received a statement moments ago from People's Gas, which says in part that because of a decline in the cost of natural gas, its rate request is not expected to increase the typical customer's bills from last winter. Chicago Alderman getting a look at Mayor Johnson's first budget proposal, which he says will address issues like migrant housing and crime. I'm proud to say that today we present a balanced budget of $16.6 billion. Mayor Johnson's message to the Chicago City Council was that he's keeping his campaign promises and meeting challenges. He's balancing what was a half-billion-dollar budget deficit without a property tax increase and with higher-than-expected revenue, including from the new Bally's Casino. To solve crime, the mayor says the city will have more police detectives. Seventy detectives have been promoted since I've taken office, and this budget creates 100 additional detective positions, moving us more than halfway towards the goal of 200 detectives that I made a commitment to doing during my campaign. But Alderman Anthony Napolitano, a former cop, points out that when you promote a patrol officer to detective, that's one fewer officer on the streets. He and others want to see some 2,000 vacancies in the department filled. At City Hall, Craig Delamore, News Radio 1059, WBDM. Another Chicago man wrongfully convicted of murder is exonerated today. Cook County prosecutors dropped all charges against the 54 year old man who has spent more than 16 years behind bars. In the 2006 home invasion and murder of a popular rapper, Patrick Taylor was accused in the 2006 murder of Marquise Lovings. Taylor was convicted almost solely based on mistaken eyewitness testimony. Well, some residents in the community of Mantino are doing all they can to stop a Chinese owned lithium battery plant from going operational in their backyard next year. Right now, it appears the opponents have no interest in the new revenue or the thousands of jobs the Goshen plant would generate. Annette Lamore says they plan to hire a Minneapolis-based law firm to fight the proposed development. We don't have the facilities to handle <coughs> something bad that could happen in this plant. Plus, we don't want it. We don't want 2,600 people who God knows where they're going to come from. A lot of them are going to come from China. Goshen says the $2 billion project will also have an average salary of $55,000. It's projected to be in operation by next year. All Local is a production of News Radio 105.9 WBBM, Chicago's news, traffic, and weather station. Please like and subscribe to this podcast on the Odyssey app to continue receiving up-to-date news and information.